Hi, this is Yvonne Brown, and this is a JADcast, produced by JAD Communications International, the organization that helps women to overcome limiting beliefs and achieve their highest potential at www.jadcommunications.com. Welcome. What motivates you, Carrie? What motivates me? Um, challenge motivates me. Risk motivates me. And success is a motivating factor. And when I think about the success part of it, I think about how um, even when I was young, you wanted to just do well mm-hmm. for whoever it was that was watching you and evaluating mm-hmm. you, whether it was your parents when you're young, whether it's your bosses when you're older. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to do well because you want to, you know, you want not just the approval, but you want to know that you've met the expectations of the people around you who set the expectations. Mm -hmm. And so um, I'd say success is motivating, Um, wanting to win, wanting to um, accomplish things. So you're bold. You take risks, huh? Um, Yes, I do. I think one way in which, I mean, as I explained my history, my career history, I obviously took many risks yeah but I think that even in how I conduct myself within my job I'm very candid about things I'm very upfront and I think that that's not easy for people to do it's easier to play games and to obfuscate and to not necessarily say what you think or be upfront on issues and so I prefer to to spend my energy working on the real issue as opposed to trying to figure out how to hide it about yourself like I'm a leader or are you just I'm just Carrie and I have this job to do and I'm doing it or do you think I'm a leader and the expectations of leaders is X no you know? I just try to do my job I mean who thinks like that you know I some people do oh I don't know I don't I don't I don't okay well, I'm just some thinking men I got do. my job and I'm trying to do it do they and some women do too yes yeah, and, and, and that's actually why I asked oh I don't yeah I just I don't I guess I don't think that way so it sounded funny to me in, in fact that's good that's good. Now, you mentioned your daughter. And so since this JADcast is for women, career women, young women entering the workforce and so on, my my wonder is, does she see herself moving into career mode? Because a lot of young women today are going, you know, it's too much work. I don't want to go that direction. I think I want to just go the other way and be a stay-at-home mom, you know. I think, so. she, yes, I think she does. And in fact... She got her first job uh, a few months ago, and so she's in the career world now for her age. Mm-hmm. Um, she's working at a restaurant. She's at one of the large chains of restaurants, a nice restaurant, and she's a hostess. Uh, it's been very demanding of her, but what I really respect and, and admire and am proud about with her working is she's never taken a day off. She works hard. She's very uh, committed to her job. Of course, she complains at times because they have, you know, there are weeks when she has more hours than she really wants. Mm-hmm. But then when she has less hours the following week, she complains she has not enough hours. So she's sort of funny about it. She <laughs> likes making money. She yeah. appreciates the value of making making money. Mm-hmm. But she takes her job very seriously. And I think she shows a work ethic that reminds me of when I was younger because I always worked when I was young. Mm-hmm. And I see, my, I see myself and her. And I see her having the beginning of the kind of um, um, work ethic 
that makes for somebody that will lead to somebody having a good career, whatever it is she chooses to do. My husband claims that she has told him that she wants to be a lawyer, which would be, which I'd be happy about. Um, but it's sort of funny because I practice law for most of my professional life, so that's I interesting. That's a good thing. Was your husband a lawyer too? Oh no, 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 no. Oh no. And your son? He's he, twenty-one. I have a son too. So. I'm trying to get him to go to law school, and he won't agree to that yet. So it's sort of funny. Oh. She's she's thinking about that, and he's not even. He's a writer. He's he's a political science major at University of Illinois. He's a very bright kid, and his passion. And his real talent lies in writing. Um, he's got uh, great writing skills. Um, and I say that not just as his mom, although I am his mom, but I say it because I've seen writers. I've seen writers, you know, from my legal work. I've seen writers just in this job. And being a good communicator and a good writer is a very, is a skill that not a lot of people have. And he's he's just as a great writer. He's written short stories, it's a gift, published, yeah. and he's written a couple of screenplays. Um, oh, one boy. of which is just a great screenplay. And he's got a friend who his best friend from high school, who went to a, a liberal arts college in Orange County, California, and has some connections out there. They're shopping it around and trying to get somebody to be interested in it. So who knows? Maybe it could be <laughs> the next Matt Damon and Ben Affleck, or yeah, maybe they'll just be doing something that makes them happy and allows them to earn a living and you know, be fulfilled in what they're doing. And that would be okay with you. Yeah. you got to yeah. be practical. It's a, it's a fine line that I that I have to walk between pushing him to, um, you know, have a career that gives him the material things. But, hey, you know, eating and having a roof over your head is not overrated. I think it's a nice thing you know, to have. <laughs> it's a pretty uh, nice thing. Yeah. and yeah. But you don't want to extinguish a passion. And so that's the hard thing to, to balance in giving advice, I think, to, to somebody that age. Since we talked about your husband and your children, the very next question that comes to my mind is juggling work and home. It's got to be tough. Time management is, is skills yeah. is one of the most highly rated skills today. How do well, you do that? this is what I say. I'm always tired, and I laugh because... My oldest is going to be 21, and I say I am still tired from the night that he was born and all the sleep I lost thereafter, <laughs> that I've never made up all that sleep, and I never will, and so I will be perpetually tired till the day I die. Um, my problem is, my husband would say this, that I fail to recognize normally that there are only 24 hours in the day and only seven days a week. I, I always have bigger plans than the time will allow, on weekends especially, I mean, I, I am usually booked, you know, from the time I walk in the office till the time I leave. I've got meetings, I've got conference calls, I've got activities. Um, and I manage to do whatever I have to do, obviously. When I go home, either, either in the evening or on weekends, my mind turns to Jelly and he's in charge of my schedule. And I try, because I'm so scheduled up so tightly in my professional life, I really don't want to have a lot of stuff I have to do when I'm not working. And so I'm always late. I'm always, you know, procrastinating. You know, we're going out to dinner or whatever, and I'm like, you know, we're, we're saying we're going to leave at 6, and it's 6 o'clock, and I'm not dressed yet. You know, <laughs> I just can't get myself as motivated when it's something I know I don't really have to do. So I think the time management um, end of this requires assistance from your family, mm -hmm. and my husband's very helpful. But as far as um, tasks and things, mm -hmm. he's in charge of the house, and I'm not. And that's the way we split things. Do you have a stay-at-home husband? Um, no. He, no. But he works from home. He works less hours than I do. And he works from home um, three of the five days. Oh, lucky And our him. kids are not young anymore. We used to have live-in help and just yeah. got rid of that 
a yeah. year th- this year when our daughter turned 16 mm-hmm. um, because actually the live-in the last thing the live-in was doing was really just laundry and driving our daughter around until she got her driver's license so we had help in the house now that the help is gone I mean we have you know clean, a, a cleaning person that comes in once a week but um, my husband's responsible for most of the house stuff so he'll he's the one that reminds me if you know the kids need a dentist appointment or and he doesn't necessarily remind me; he just makes the appointment. So <laughs> I'm just pretty fortunate about that. But it was yeah. it was an arrangement born out of necessity because I was gone too much for too long, um, and I've got so much else on my plate that I, I can't do everything. And he knows that, and so that's why it worked so well. So that's really interesting because one of the things that's out there that we talk about a lot for women is you can't have it all, and uh, maybe you can, and how could you? do that but it sounds like you've got it all um i would never agree with the statement you can't have it all in fact i've got a gentleman who i like a lot who does speech writing for me and i've never i don't ever give a speech that somebody writes i mean we work together on what i wanted to cover Mm -hmm. and then he drafts it and i edit it and i personalize it and i make it mine Mm -hmm. but he wants i was doing a a um work-life balance speech Mm -hmm. one of the first times he wrote a speech for me on that kind of an issue and he started the speech by saying, you can't have it all. And when I was reading this draft, after we talked about it, I read the draft, I called them up and I said, why would you have me say this? What am I doing? I think I have it all. You I have a like happy home life. Yeah. I have a good job. I'm successful at home. I'm successful at work. I'm a fulfilled person. So that's not, I mean, why would you want me to say it? Why would you even think that? Mm-hmm. I mean, that just, that's just a fallacy that you can't have it all. The real question, and this goes back to the earlier questions you asked me, the real question is finding the right balance and prioritizing um, what that all is and what it really means to be successful. Mm. Okay, so do I have a happy home life? Do I have a nice home? Am I happy with when I go home? Are things in order and the way they should be? Well, it's okay to me that I can't eat off the floor. That's not my priority. My priority is to have everybody fed and to have you know, nice, clean house and a comfortable house and they have a happy house when you get home, Mm. okay? Mm -hmm. So it's really a matter of figuring out what really is important to you and if you have the right priorities, Mm -hmm. um, then you can have it all. I mean, if you have the right priorities and you work it, you can have it all. And that's what I feel that anybody, any woman can do, or any man for that matter. Any woman or any man can do. Well, you know, At JAD Communications, like I told you, we help women on their journey to achievement of their destiny. And I think your journey has been a very fascinating one and a perfect example of it can happen if you're willing to take the risks and you're in the right place at the right time, and you're proving that. I hope so. I feel like that. So now that you have this whole AT&T Illinois new thing, how, how, uh, when did that happen again? Our merger with, uh, the SBC AT&T merger closed November 18th, and we're very, very excited. New. It's yeah. a great new company now with the synergies. I mean, it's, it's a very synergistic um, kind of combination. Um, there's a lot of things that we had that they didn't have and vice versa. Mm-hmm. And so together it's the best of, of the best. Uh, and... Um, we took the AT&T name because of the value of the brand. Um, it seemed to me to be a no-brainer, so I was very happy with that decision. And um, so my title t- changed. My job really isn't different, but I think that um, as we move forward in the, as this new company in this new world of communications in which we um, operate, um, I see lots of good changes on the horizon, um, a much more... Um, 
I mean, we, we face such a competitive market that our job is to bring more and more choice to consumers and to provide them what they need, when they need it, how they need it, to be the innovator, to be the the carrier of choice, to be the communications company of choice, to be the entertainment company of choice. I mean, we're no longer just a communications company, although we obviously have been one for years and years. Mm-hmm. But now we're, we're branching out into this video um, um, end of the world. And um, we're deploying um, a network that costs in the multi-billions of dollars across our 13-state footprint to enable us to provide, um, you know, uh, a video option to consumers where they have none now. And it's an option that's far superior than cable. It's not a broadcast option. It's based on, uh, it, it goes over the Internet. It's based on an IP platform. It runs over fiber. And, you know, you'll have the DV, DVR function. And it basically uh, in, uh, a, puts together integrates wireless, wireline, and video into one huge service for customers that basically is, I think, um, life-changing in a way um, because of how we'll live and how we'll use those services going forward. So it's very exciting to be on, on the yeah. right of the crest of the wave of change. Yeah, I could hear it in your voice. I yeah. was looking at your face and I was thinking, this, is, this must be pretty exciting pretty because you up. look pretty excited. So do you have any additional comments for our listeners before we sign off. I don't know. We've covered a lot of ground. Our our women listeners, you know. I think you can do what you want and don't limit yourself to what you see on the horizon because, and don't think that you can plan every move you're going to make because you won't be able to. But that's good. That's not bad. Uh, If anybody ever asked me, if if somebody had asked me six years ago, where do you think you'll be in six years? Mm -hmm. I never would have said here where I'm at now. And um, actually, someone would ask me a year ago, do you think you'd be president of ATT Illinois? I would say, huh? <laughs> uh, which is sort of funny. But, yeah. you know, you don't know where your career is going to take you, but you've got to be willing to take some risk and to be patient and to go with the flow. And it's all about networking and relationship building and, um, you know, uh, establishing yourself and having a reputation and being out there and doing a good job. Doing a good job alone won't do it, but it's all those other things combined with it that will get you to a good place, hopefully. Fantastic. Thank you very much, sure. Carrie Heitman. Enjoyed it. For uh, this Jad Gas. Tune in next week, folks, when we'll have some more extraordinary women bringing you some knowledge and information to help you reach your potential. You've been listening to a Jad Gas. We hope this podcast helps you on your journey to achievement of your destiny. Remember to visit us at www.jadcommunications.com.